You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapdick Podcast. Last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, What up, what up, Real Coach JB here, man, another Slapdick Podcast coming at you on this fine Tuesday, February 16th, uh, a couple of days after Valentine's, hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you guys uh, <clears throat> weren't too big of slap dicks. Quote of the day gets you guys going, man. Every day you have a choice. Stay the same or change. Real fucking simple. Every day we have a choice. We can keep fucking guessing and hoping, wishing in one hand, shitting in the other one, seeing which one fills up first. Or you can go out there and turn over rocks and fucking change and do something for someone else. And uh, maybe yourself will change and get something out of it. Um, usually when you help folks, you, you get some, you reap the benefits, <clears throat> but what do I know? Shows brought to you by bet online and eBay. Um, just so you know, new, new sponsor, eBay of the slapdick podcast. Shout out to them. I want to give them a brief moment to talk about the, my newest sponsor, which is eBay, whether rare dead stock or the latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop your pair of your finest kicks that you've been eyeing. With eBay's authenticity, guarantee your speakers, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators verify the box, the logo, the stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guaranteed tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity and it also protects sellers from a verified return process. So make sure you guys go check it out. We've all known about eBay forever, but now you can go on here and get you some sneakers. The sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers $100 plus, making it free to sell or flip your collection. So go to ebay.com slash sneakers today. Dot eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. eBay.com slash sneakers. Tell him the slap dick himself sent you. So, Callie, my female pit bull, had puppies. 15 of them motherfuckers, man. What a gruesome two days. She had, She's going through it. She's knocked out as we speak. Um... She only got 10 nipples, and uh, she got 11 puppies that made it. So shout out to Callie, man. Show her some love out there um, for all you uh, better not be any haters out there that, uh, you know, hating on my girl Callie. All right, so shout out to Callie for dropping 15 pups from the main slapdick himself, Stogie. Give it up. Yes, sir. Got to give it up for Callie, man. She is a fucking trooper. The greatest, uh, the greatest female dog I've seen with uh, a, a, a litter. I mean, she's only 14, 15 months old. It's not like she's three or four. And she has done a great job. Masterful one um, with her baby. So I want to make sure you, you know, she's got shout out to her. 
and everybody else for uh for having these pups man um but you know stogie's uh stogie's ass dreams are strong boy i tell you every fucking puppy damn near looks like him with a little bit of white in them so it's crazy it's crazy 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 and um it's unbelievable <laughs> that 15 pups came out with his blue gray in it in a, in a little bit of white um patches so it's crazy but anyway title of this show is money talks i should be money talks bullshit walks but i'll just keep it clean money talks all right Gus Malzahn got the job at UCF, Central Florida. You know, I told you, it's a recyclable business, so I I expected it. Auburn still has to pay him, though. Because why? Money talks. Auburn has to pay him, all right? And they owe him like $20 million plus. So they'll pay his salary out, plus he'll get a new pay UCF. So... Basically, they'll pay UCF salary as well as how it usually works. They'll pay the first couple of years of his salary or whatever, and they'll and UCF gets a coach basically for free, and gives him a jump start. It happens so often, every so often, and it'll give him a jump start on staff, money, facility uh, improvements, recruiting, different things that they can use some money on. Uh, they may better take advantage of it. That's what I would do, but it is what it is. So. We have a recyclable coach going from Auburn. And you know what? You know, he's like 69 and 38 in the SEC. I mean, shit, man. I mean, it's better than most, I'm going to be honest with you. So I think the guy's a good coach. I think he gets things done. You know, he's not the top echelon Nick Saban, Dabo Sweeney, but he's he's not a bad second-tier guy. Um, UCF won with this hire, in my opinion. Um but you know he's in that fraternity, and you know once you're in there, brother, you're gonna you gonna stay in there. It's a tightly knitted uh, knitted one, and uh, you'll just keep getting recycled through, good, bad, or indifferent. That's what'll happen. So, just so we're clear, um, you know, white privilege still exists. Just want to make sure I, I never got a chance to witness it or see it myself. Um, but uh, never got to reap the benefit of the white privilege. But um, Amy Cooper, this fucking broad that I think she was a ex-militant lady or whatever. She's the white girl that called on the black guy that was a bird watcher in Central Park. Um, so all charges were dropped. <laughs> all she had to do was complete a psychoeducation therapy program. And she has no issues. Go fucking figure. And you wonder why people say white privilege exists. And if you don't think it exists, you're a fucking idiot. So I just want to make sure you're clear. Psychoeducation therapy program for basically lying on dudes to get them thrown in jail. I equate that right there with females that lie about getting raped and molested now it's a touchy situation but the truth hurts i understand it i've been dealing with it my whole entire career 
I know there's some fucking shitbird criminal fucks out there that shouldn't be, that to me need to be fucking castrated and buried under the drill if they ever touch a female in a way that they didn't want to be touched. Number one, pedophiles, in my opinion, need to be fucking beheaded. I'm just being honest. Number two. But number three, when a female lies because she's embarrassed that either it was a white girl that messed with her sister or a white girl that messed with her brother or a white boy that messed with a sister, however you want to do it, and you're embarrassed and you go home and tell daddy that you had relations with the opposite sex, opposite race, whatever, creed, I don't give a fuck what it is, ethnicity. And your daddy calls you every single thing in the book. And then the only way to get out of it to fucking free your mind is to claim rape. Just so everybody's clear, I've seen this shit happen my own eyes many times because Sarah from a town of 80 people goes home and tells daddy that he fucked with this brother and the daddy now says, no, you were raped. You're going to go say it. And guess what happens? The brother goes to jail and it's a fucking travesty and a joke that this type of shit occurs still in 2021. So females that do that and then females or males, anybody in that, I equate it to pretty much liars and thieves and cheaters that need to benefit from putting someone else in harm's way by lying about it is on equal playing fields in my opinion. False claims just like a sin. It don't matter if you steal a pizza pizza or if you fucking tell someone that's just innocently watching birds in Central Park that he's a fucking black person criminal. You're a piece of shit and you need to be fucking castrated. But anyway, um, she gets off psychoeducation therapy. Great job. I'm sure she was monitored like a motherfucker too, right? Uh, let me get off that subject because it's just a fucking joke. I'll, I'll post it later and someone will say some stupid shit and I'll have to fucking go ham. I'm tired as fuck. So by the way, I'm yawning on you guys. I've been up for three days straight with the dogs. Um, Draymond Green calls out the NBA as it should, as he, as he should. Um, kudos, kudos to Draymond Green. I think Draymond, Draymond has a lot of little bitch in him too. I just think a lot of these cats in this fucking generation do, but that's me. Um, but I like Draymond Green for the most part, man. You know, at least he stands up, lets his nuts hang, and talks about certain controversial topics that a lot of cats won't discuss. And he's obviously going to be called an asshole for it. I'm similar to me, right? Sounds familiar. Anyway, Draymond Green calls out the NBA for the sitting of Andre Drummond for the Cleveland Cavs, the Blake Griffin from Detroit. You know, basically what he's saying in essence is players can say they want traded, but they're labeled shitbirds and cancers. But when the NBA says it and holds you out, you have to continue to basically say, yes, sir. Yes, master. That's what the fuck he's saying. And it is because it's still slave labor. I don't give a fuck what you guys say. Players in the NBA, uh, 90% of the black players uh, is what college football and basketball is about. What it is 
made up of. You got less than 20% black coaches coaching the black players that make up 90% of the fucking NCAA and the NBA and the NFL. But yet, you got to tell them to stay in line, be professional, act a certain way, or you'll be blackballed by the good old boys. Sound familiar? Sounds like the last 500 years or so. Just my opinion. I don't know. So they'll get fined if they say something. But, you know, Andre Drummond, you know, he's been balling. Cleveland wants to trade him, which is ridiculous to me. Cleveland might as well get rid of everybody. The ownership there is fucking a joke. Um, bring him to the Lakers. Fuck it. Um, I've been a proponent in a very, I praised Adam Silver, uh, the NBA for what he did for the bubble. I've praised him last few years. Um, I believe he's done a great job. He disappointed me and and I guess allowed me to continue to prove my points that you are who you are, not what you say you are, okay? He continues to prove my point when I say that quote because the bottom line is he's furthermore the same type of dude that everybody else is. He can give a fuck about your health and well-being, mental health, stability, any of that shit. He's about the money. He's about protecting the owners. Good old boy network once again. And during a pandemic, one year removed from shutting the NBA down and sitting out almost six months before going to a bubble, 70 days off in between the Lakers winning the title and the start of the next season. And you wonder why AD's hurt. Injuries are occurring, accruing all over the NBA, just like the NFL had unbelievable injuries. Hopefully some of them are not career-ending, which unfortunately they will be. Because the conditioning, the mental readiness, everything that goes into an offseason is cut short because you want to make money. Because of the title of this show, Money Talks. This cat is going to have an all-star game in the middle of a fucking pandemic while the fucking San Antonio Spurs players are testing positive for COVID like fucking wildfire. They got five tested positive today. You're going to have an all-star game in a city, predominantly black city, where you know the fucking COVID is even affecting more of. And if I was the mayor... The female mayor of Atlanta, I'd be pissed too because she's livid, I hear, and she's trying to tell par- people to not come to her city and party. You know, that's not going to happen. Cats are going to go out and party because they don't give a fuck about you or me or anyone else or even themselves because they're young, dumb, full of cum, and all that type of shit, right? So they're going to have an NBA All-Star half-ass, no fans, but the town will be cracking, I'm sure. But no fans are going to try to play an all-star game and have some events in the same day, like a dunk contest and shit, but have the the game still. Um, just seems a little bit nearsighted, huh? 
a little bit of fucking selfishness in there and a little bit of fucking uh <laughs> again, yes, massa will go. It's unbelievable. Unfucking believable that you're gonna have an all star game in a town like in Atlanta and fine cats for not going to the game if chosen. And um it's all about the money, man. Money fucking talks. Bullshit walks. I mean I mean there's not a lot of, lot more to say about it than that. I mean shit. This is a you know, this is a fucking results oriented business we're in. And the bottom line is this motherfucker can give two squirts of piss about you, me, or uh any of your health, family's health, or anybody else. Show me the fucking money and uh that's unfortunate. Slap Dick Podcast also also brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Check it out today. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are in full swing. And the only place you should be betting on these sports is at BetOnline.ag. And man, I had two fucking parlays last night hit and uh, or not hit. I lost, but I mean, fuck, man, scared money don't make money. Just remember that shit. Um, and I bet fucking. Like I always do, man, just because. Like, fuck it, I didn't come here to win $5 on a $5 bet. Um, anyway, BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. BetOnline has hundreds of props with real-time odds on almost everything you can imagine. And, of course, the 24-hour online casino. It never closes. Make sure you go check it out. I play blackjack there all the time. Um, head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sports book experts. So money talks the name of this show. You know, Gus Malzahn gets recycled. Auburn pays a salary. UCF gets a coach for free. Amy Cooper, Central Park bird-watching rat. Charges dropped. Psycho education therapy program is all she had to do. Money talks. Bullshit walks. Draymond Green calls out the NBA for the exact same shit the NBA does to the players, the black players, every fucking day. He'll get fined today. (laughs) Money talks. Bullshit walks. Adam Silver. But, hey, the best Duke player opted out. He's like, I'm I'm done. I think Mike Krzyzewski, because he's such a fucking stand-up cat, I think that motherfucker said, you know what? Opt the fuck out. Uh, that's what I honestly believe. Because Mike Krzyzewski does not want to play. He does not want to play the season. So, I don't believe... I believe that he's going to fucking... I believe he's telling his players, to be honest. I, I really do. I believe he's telling his players, um, to be honest, to opt out. That's just me. So, I don't know. Kyrie Irving is sitting out again with KD. Like, you got to be some bitch-made motherfuckers, man. I, I'm just being honest. Kate, Kyrie set out the other day with a finger issue. Um, You know, that's what Adam Silver needs to start worrying about. Fuck the All-Star game during a pandemic. Why don't you fix the long-term season effects that you're going to have going forward after this fucking pandemic gets out of our fucking lives, hopefully, And why don't you fix the NBA for the fans who make your league as great as it is by paying the money that they do 
not only to watch it on TV and TV contracts, but to go in and watch it live. How about you make the fucking players that we pay to watch play the fucking game? How about you do that shit, Adam Silver? Quit worrying about fucking all-star games in a pandemic in Atlanta. How about you fucking make players play the games they're supposed to? But now you let Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. Guess what? It's not like it's benefiting. It's not like the one and done in college basketball and goes to the NBA and makes money. It's not like fucking NFL dudes opting out of a bowl game so they can get drafted and go to the NFL and then they'll get hurt. These are dudes already making hundreds of millions of dollars and you allow them to fucking sit out their games, their jobs that motherfuckers like us pay for to see. You allow them to sit out multiple games and they still don't win. Kawhi Leonard and fucking Paul George still didn't win after all that fucking bullshit fucking sitting out and, and, uh, you know, all this fucking rest and shit they do. That's all KD and Kyrie's doing, man. Don't fucking play. Don't don't think they're not. That's what they're doing. Unbelievable. How about you stop motherfuckers from bitching and moaning at demanding trades when they're still under contract? Why is it a contract? <laughs> like, I mean, when did this shit start? Like, motherfuckers been trying to get out of contracts for years and couldn't do it. Now, all of a sudden, you let James Harden dictate where he goes. You, you allow Kyrie Irving. You allow all these motherfuckers to dictate where they go now. NFL's doing the same shit. Watch. Deshaun Watson will go where he wants. Dak Prescott will get what he wants. I'm not saying shut up and dribble. Shut up and throw. Shut up and do this. I get it. I'm not there. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is there is a part of the process where I don't feel sorry for you motherfuckers, man. I feel sorry for the motherfuckers working at the grocery store in Walmart who haven't yet to get a vaccine because the government don't give a fuck about the small folks, but yet all these other motherfuckers are getting the vaccine. But these cats serve us on a daily fucking basis who have families making like $10 a fucking hour, and you guys can give a fuck less. Same with fucking these prima donna fucking NBA and NFL cats that want to dictate where they go and demand this and that when your motherfucking asses are fucking making all this money, rightfully so, you deserve it if that's what the marketplace fucking demands, and you made it to that professional league, and you're an elite player of athlete, and you know the world's ran by fucking entertainment and athletes. Let's be honest. Entertainers and athletes, you know, Entertainers to me are actors and fucking rappers and fucking singers. And then you got athletes. You know, doctors, lawyers, fucking frontline workers, they all get, you know, leftovers as far as kudos to them, praise, thank yous. You know, please and thank you goes a long fucking way in life, man. It really does. Some people will actually be content. With a please or a thank you from one of you motherfuckers, but you, you refuse to do it. And you still shit on everybody by not playing, by demanding trades, by being a bitch, and I'm the asshole. <laughs> Unbelievable double standard motherfuckers, man. Hypocrites. That's what it is. But I don't know. Go figure. 
But, you know, it, it is what it is, man. You know, fucking nepotism out there exists. I mean, we got professional football coaches hiring their sons at an all-time rate. One of them hospitalizes a kid who finally wakes up a week after the Super Bowl. He wakes up out of a coma who Andy Reid's son who hit the cat a week ago. He just now getting out of a coma. You know, some 11, 12 days later. God bless him and, and his family. Hopefully he makes it through. But we got so much of this bullshit. Adam Silver, Roger Goodell, why don't you fix that shit so the league will be better going forward? Why don't you make your superstars play the fucking game? Or give them a fucking full-on season ticket refund and stop the bullshit. Or I advise every motherfucker that watches the NBA and NFL and you don't see your favorite players playing and they're on the sidelines perfectly healthy, they're just going to take a rest day to boycott these motherfuckers. Don't go watch the game. Don't go to the game. Fuck them. It's sad, isn't it? It's like you want to take your kids to a game, America's pastime, baseball, football, basketball game, take your kids, whatever you want to do. Just go have beer, whatever you want to do. Can't even do that shit because you're going to watch a bunch of fucking scrubs play while the fucking billionaire fucking star sitting on the sideline because he's too bitch made to play the game that he's fucking getting paid to play. You just worked a fucking 80 hour week to earn enough money to take your kid and fucking family to the game to watch backups play because these cowardly fucking cunts can't get on the fucking court or field and do the job they're paid to do. Blows my fucking mind, man. It really blows my mind. But who am I? What do I know? I just call it how it is. You know, square to square, circle to circle. But money talks. Bullshit walks. So we'll see. After I said, uh, Urban Meyer hired uh, the fucking, you know, so-called racist strength conditioning coach from Iowa last week. He resigned immediately after my show had aired. He actually resigned that night. You know, Urban Meyer's like, fuck it. I ain't got to go run this past anybody. But you know what I would have did if I was Urban Meyer? Just so he could keep some of his character kind of clean. I would have called some black coaches that I know in the profession. And been like, look, dog, what do you guys think about this hire that I want to do? I want to make. I would have did that so cats are like, you know, at least Urban cares. Because I'm telling you, you still, you could have lost the coach that you tried to hire, which you did, and the locker room all in one foul swoop without even getting the benefit of the coach you hired at the end of the day. <laughs> you might have lost the locker room without even having the coach. Because you hired the motherfucker, and now he resigns, forcefully so, I'm sure. And you might have lost twice in one day. Cold business, ain't it? Cold, cold business. So, Jason Tatum, one of the rising stars in the NBA, he's still feeling effects of COVID-19, he says. Um... Fuck, man. He's been balling like a motherfucker. I know that. Ben Simmons balled last night. Utah got another win, man. Utah's, you know, leading the West right ahead of the Lakers. Um, AD's out for three weeks. I would I would keep AD out until the fucking playoffs. Uh, that's me. I don't know. Why? Why Why? Why not? Play? They can win enough games to get in the fucking playoffs, okay? The Lakers don't need to be the one seed. 
So it's not like we have fucking crowd advantages. And who knows if Adam Silver bubbles it back up again by that time. But Lakers 21 and 7, Utah sitting there, I think, at like 22 and 6 or something. Um, you know, fuck. We'll see how Kuzma rises up. Probably Markeith Morris or the Marcus Morris, whatever, Morris twin. Um, we'll see how who rises to the occasion. Wesley Matthews. Who who knows? We'll see. Hopefully their minutes get adjusted. I can win some money on fucking DraftKings. But um we're going to see, man. We're going to figure it out. There was this ex-Aussie Olympian busted in a drug ring. Shocker. And I don't know if you know who the Pouncey twins are. They're, they're, uh, they played it. Uh, one played for Steelers. He's the center for Ben Roethlisberger for 15 years. They, they retired um, the other day. Um, you know, Roethlisberger, I guess. him and Roth- He's had enough of Roethlisberger fucking fondling his nuts. And it was time for him to roll out. So they retired, man. And uh, kudos to them for playing as long as they did with uh, with no drama. You know, they were on this, that, in that Florida team with Urban Meyer that had, um, um, you know, the fucking shit bird that killed himself, Aaron Hernandez. So... They're on that team. There's like 30 motherfuckers on those teams that are, are like in jail or criminally charged. Hey, usually when you have shitbirds, you have players. Just so we're clear, the best players are usually shitbirds. So why don't you just call Urban Meyer a hell of a recruiter? I mean, fuck, these are grown-ass men. When they leave his watch, he can't fucking babysit and monitor them his whole life. It's like saying one of my kids, you know, does something bad five years later. What the fuck? Why are you telling me? Like, is it my fault? Motherfucker got his degree, went to college, get fucking got the NFL contract or two or three, four, five of them in his instance, signed them, took care of his family is what it is. If he's a shit bird and does stupid shit, hey, man, is what it is. Fuck. I can't control. I can only take you to the water. I can't make you drink the shit. Cats trip me out when they. Urban Meyer had thirty players go to jail. Motherfucker, it, they all didn't happen right when he was coaching them. <laughs> These motherfuckers ha- happened later in life. Now I'm sure he knew some of them were shit birds, but you know what? Our, our job is to try to help cats. We can't save them all. We try to save one of them. But you, when you recruiter and you recruit a lot of dudes, and a lot of them are shit birds, man, they need our help. But at the end of the day, can't save them all. You can't save them all. You will spread yourself out too fucking thin, and you will fucking die yourself trying to save these motherfuckers. And then at the same time, you can't trust one of them. So, you sure you want to be a coach out there, coaches? That's a cold business. Colder than a dope game, like I always say. So, hey. Who knows? Um, so you still got, you know, you got the Russell Wilson situation. You got the fucking Dak Prescott situation. He might be a fucking tagged again, franchise tag for a second year in a row. Probably one of the first QBs to ever have that happen. Um, but it'll make a hefty contract money, 37, 38 million for the year. I, I fuck it. You can tag me all the fuck you want. Pay me 38 million. And we still want a bitch? Man, go serve groceries at fucking... Walmart then motherfuckers 
I'm tired of hearing these motherfucking bitch ass cats and fucking crybaby motherfuckers, man. Go play the fucking game that you love growing up and that you want to play for the fans and for the luxury of just being blessed enough to play the motherfucker. And if you're that motherfucker, go lead your team to victory. James Harden, Deshaun Watson, Dak Prescott. If you're that motherfucker, do something someone else said you could not do. I used to love, my dick used to get hard being the underdog. I didn't see Kobe Bryant running a fucking team to team or Larry Bird or Magic Johnson or fucking Kareem or fucking any of these motherfuckers. These motherfuckers, I give much props to John Wall. And 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 he didn't want to get traded from, from Washington. Went to Houston, balled out last night. By the way, they played Washington. And Bradley Bill, who still has not requested a trade, and who's still saying, you know what, I want to win here. I want to play here. I hope he does, man. I hope the fucking ownership sees it and gets him a team in there. Because you know what, he's been in this fucking league for like eight to ten years. And I'm going to tell you something. For the most part, you know, you've had Kirk, I mean, you've had uh, cousins have some issues here and there. But for the most part, Calipari's kids have come out and balled in, in, from Kentucky. you got a shitload of them. From Rondo, Rondo just has an edge to me. You know what I mean? You can call him a shitbird if you want, but I, I think he has an edge to him. I think he's a winner. You know, you got the cousins, obviously, but you got, like, Bookers for Phoenix. You got Wall. You got fucking, fucking AD. You got so many motherfuckers that went to Kentucky, dog, that is balling in the NBA. That's like the old UCLA teams, man. Even even UCLA teams from fucking early 2000s that had so many of these dudes in the NBA. But none of them are really getting in trouble or anything like that. You know, him and Shostakovich's kids, for the most part, you see them later on, and they're still doing positive things. You never see them in trouble. I give Bradley Bill and John Wall a lot of credit, man. Hopefully they, they get what they want. And uh, I just like I just want to see motherfuckers stay a one team. And uh, if you're the motherfucker, win, dog. Win with the motherfuckers you get. I mean, that is what it is. Or you don't. You fall short. But at least you tried. You went your way. Fuck going to play with every motherfucking buddy else. I wanted to play against the best, not with the best. What part of the game is this? And I got a motherfucker on Twitter telling me that you can't compare generations. You got the the cats playing now would have figured out how to play back then if they played back then. No, they wouldn't, motherfucker. There's no such thing as a heart transplant, homeboy. This motherfucker, these motherfuckers are soft. You couldn't give them a heart transplant. That's what you're telling me? It, no, motherfucker. Rick Mahorn would have clotheslined LeBron James fucking six times. It would have been a regular foul. Not flagrant one nowadays was a common motherfucking foul. Shoot your free throws, LeBron, and probably won't make them. Because a motherfucker can't shoot free throws any fucking way. How about you get hit by fucking Rick Mahorn and fucking Kevin McHale and Robert Parrish and fucking Larry Johnson? You, dog, these motherfuckers don't know. It would have been, it's a different game. I understand these players are more athletic and probably more skilled. But they ain't tougher, they ain't nastier, and them motherfuckers can't figure out how to get it done. Play those old Detroit Pistons teams, old Boston teams, old Laker teams, old Chicago Bulls teams, old Philly teams. There's teams in the West like Utah and Phoenix back in the day with Marley and fucking Mahorn. I mean, with, um, 
John Stockton and them, man, you better go re- check. Go look up some of them teams, man, how nasty them motherfuckers was. The Golden State teams, the TMC teams, Hardaway, Tom Tolbert, and, T- uh, and Mullen. All right. Go check it out. Tell me if the, you think these motherfuckers would play. These motherfuckers are scary-ass flopping and shit. All these floppers and shit. Get, get the fuck out of here, man, with that bullshit. They would have figured it out. There is no figuring out getting hit in the fucking mouth and getting back up and playing with no fear. That's called nuts and guts, motherfucker. That ain't called figuring it out. You motherfuckers can't get no... You can't give yourself a heart transplant. Don't try to fucking tell me that it, they would have figured it out. Please. They would have been pissing their panties and going back telling mama how fucking scared they are. Please. They would have figured it out. They're better athletes. They don't give a fuck. It don't mean shit. I bet you if I took a motherfucking black belt in karate and put him in a corner in a bar somewhere, that motherfucker wouldn't get out of that corner. I bet you that shit. You can take motherfuckers and tell me all this shit about you want what you want to do. There's certain things that you just have no experience at doing. I don't give a fuck if you're tagged a black belt in karate. You walk into a street fight or a bar fight, motherfucker. It's a different world. It's a different motherfucking atmosphere. Trust me, I tell you. I've seen my dad beat the fuck out of these martial artists. I'm just telling you, my dad was a straight bar fighter. (laughs) There's street fighters, there's bar fighters, and then there's fucking martial artists or whatever you want to call them in boxers. I tell you right right now, if you're a nasty bar fighter, you you you're the head of the cream of the crop in my opinion. I learned that as a youngster. <laughs> bar fighting is a different ball game, but it is what it is. You got to have some nuts and guts. There ain't no fucking heart transplant. What do I know? Anyway, man, wanted to get this slapdick podcast in. Uh, hopefully, everybody's doing well and and not being slapdicks. And so, uh, hey, man, here's what it is. We'll see how it goes. And uh, go tell somebody, man, you appreciate them. And uh, tell somebody thank you. And uh, don't be a slap dick, man. Tell somebody please and thank you, man. It actually goes a long fucking way. So, hey, but I appreciate you guys, man. Slapdick Podcast in the books. I'll see you guys this Sunday for the Coaching 101 show. I missed last week because of my damn dogs had the babies. Apologize, but I'll be back 9 a.m. Pacific on Sunday with the Coaching 101 show. And, uh, hey, man, I appreciate you guys. And uh, see you on Sunday, and I'll see you this Friday for another Slapdick Podcast. Um, FYI. Appreciate you guys. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Man, I'm just telling you. Codes, I don't want to fucking hear your mouth. Okay.